0: Welcome to the Grower Radio Network. I'm Matt McClellan. I'm here today with Natalia Hamill, the Brand and Business Development Manager with Bailey Nurseries. Welcome, Natalia. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, we're we're going to talk a little bit today about some of the new introductions uh, that Bailey Nurseries is putting out for 2015. And uh, some of these are 2014 introductions that are now sort of finding their way out there into the world. And uh, Natalia, I believe uh, one of the first ones you wanted to talk about was uh, the Delta Blues uh, of ITEX. So uh, can you tell me a little bit about this particular plan and what makes it special?
1: You bet. Um, Delta Blues is the first what we would call intermediate size vitex on the market. Um, Most people are very familiar with Shoal Creek, which is um, the the variety that's been out for a long time now. And uh, it's a good plant, um, but it's kind of big and gangly and kind of light blue flowers. And Delta Blues is a definite improvement on that. It's a much more uh, compact plant. Uh it reaches a maximum height of about eight to ten feet tall and eight to ten feet wide, as opposed to let's say Creek, which would get at least twice that size. And so um, more refined foliage, uh, shorter inner nodes and a much darker, deeper blue purple flower. So overall it's just got a, a much nicer presence. And, um, in the landscape and in the garden. And, you know, like, like all vitex, it's going to be very drought tolerant, so it's good for those areas um, in the west and, and the southeast where rainfall can be in short supply. And uh, the flowers are quite fragrant, and uh, they're also terrific for attracting pollinators. So, um, you know, if you're, uh, if you're trying to attract butterflies or hummingbirds or bees or anything like that, um, Delta Blues is, is terrific for that. The the other thing that people um, may or may not be familiar with is the fact that um, while uh, Vitex is listed as a Zone 6 plant, though hardy to Zone 6, you can oftentimes grow it as a dieback shrub like you would, let's say, Budlia, for instance, in colder climates. So in Zone 5, you can still plant it and be successful with it but it would simply die back to the ground every year and re-sprout from that. Um in warmer climates it's going to be top party as well.
0: Okay. Very interesting. Now uh one of the other uh introductions that that is uh is new something that that uh, growers and retailers are getting their hands on is uh is there's been uh, a few new to additions to the Magic series of uh of crape myrtle. Uh, could you tell me about those new new additions?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, the magic crepes are another group of plants in the first edition series, and um, they are a really, really terrific group of crepe of myrtles. Um, I just can't say enough good things about these. Um, the magic crepes, are gen- in general, um, have really excellent disease resistance, uh, particularly to to Cercospora, which is a leaf spot that all crepe myrtles are are susceptible to. Um, But these have been bred and selected with resistance to that and powdery mildew in mind. So they've got that going for them. And then also um, they are more what we would call intermediate in size. So they're not the big tree forms. Um, They tend to be bushier in habit, um, smaller in stature. They vary anywhere from about 6 feet tall to 10 or 12 feet tall, depending on which one of the eight varieties uh, you're growing. Okay. And this year, um, we we currently have six varieties in the collection. Uh, We have uh, two dark leaf varieties and then four green leaf varieties. And for 2015, we are adding two brand new ones, so that brings us to a total of eight in the Magic uh, series. And the first one is a dark leafed variety and it is called Twilight Magic. Um, It's got a really nice, dark, kind of a plum-colored leaf And it holds that color all through the summer, even in the heat, and has a nice, rich pink flower. And it's uh, very, very heavily flowered. And then the second one that we've added for 2015 is just a stunning red-flowered variety. It's called Ruffled Red Magic. And uh, this one has a green leaf, a really good, glossy green leaf, and a ruffled flower that looks almost like a carnation. It's, It's very unusual, and it's just a good, solid, clear red
0: okay so um, what are what are some of the things that would make that make these new uh, new additions to the magic line uh, uh, a good choice for for growers to pick up and add to their uh, to their production
1: well um, for anybody who has ever tried growing red crepe myrtles in the past they probably know that uh, reds are particularly hard to get disease resistance built into it's just um, because of the genetic makeup of the plants it's, it's hard to get it um, but we have been working very hard on Cercospora resistance and this Ruffled Red Magic truly has great disease resistance. So that would certainly be a selling point. Um, and another selling point of this is as uh, a very unusual flower form. It's like I said, it's it's ruffled and it almost looks like a carnation, so it's very different. And then just the clear um, intensity of the red on the flower is, uh, is another definite spelling point. So it's going to uh, be very, very popular with consumers and with landscapers.
0: Okay. Now, uh, one of the, uh, the other uh, introductions you wanted to talk about a little bit today is uh, is Bloomstruck, which I understand is the newest addition to the Endless Summer uh, collection of reblooming hydrangeas. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about this particular plant?
1: You bet. Um, Bloomstruck uh, was introduced, we actually introduced it in 2014, so it's had its uh, first full season on the market. And we are just getting tremendous feedback on it, and and rightfully so. Um, Bloomstruck, as you said, is the fourth one in our Endless Summer collection. And it is uh, different from the others because, uh, well, for several reasons. Um, First of all, the foliage on this is very different. Unlike a lot of the hydrangea macrophylla, this one has a very dark, glossy leaf. And what that means is that it's much more uh, heat-resistant and wilt-resistant than some of the others. So uh, because of that waxy cuticle, it doesn't transpire as much in the summer. So it doesn't flag and wilt the way a lot of hydrangea macrophylla do in the heat of the summer. Okay. And then, We've also found, conversely, that it tends to be a lot more bud-hardy. Um, so it as a repeat-blooming hydrangea, um, it blooms on new growth and old growth. And uh, that old growth, the flower buds on the old growth, um, are very, very cold resistant. Uh, we saw it survive 28 degrees below zero, uh, in Minnesota this past winter, uh-huh. and fifty days below zero, and it still came back and bloomed on that new wood, so it's really remarkable and um even up until uh late October, um, this plant is still throwing new flowers and new blooms so it's just it's a it's truly a blooming machine
0: Wow and oh. then
1: the other thing that makes it a little bit different from some of the others is uh the flower color. It's got a lot of red um, in, in its pigment, so um, if you're growing it on the acidic side and, uh, and it's uh, it's turning a, it's turning a really deep, intense purple, kind of what we're calling it a blurple, a blue purple a color. Um, if you're growing it on the alkaline side, it's a very, very rich pink. So it's not the you know it's not the soft uh, colors of pink and blue you're normally. Uh, you're normally seeing in the hydrangea macrophylla, It's a much more intense, deeper color.
0: Okay. Very good. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for your time today, Natalia.
1: You're very welcome. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. Now, and if you want to know more about some of the 2015 new introductions, pick up the January issue of Nursery Management. Uh, our new plant pavilion feature uh, will have plenty of new introductions, and uh, if you have a new plant you'd like to see featured, please give me a call at 216-393-0261. And thank you once again for listening to the Grower Radio Network.